but I can't be connected to the internet when I'm in airplane mode. Yeah, you can. <laughs> You're kidding. Yeah. You do have, you have to be on Wi-Fi, right? Yeah, okay. So just I don't have your Wi-Fi. My Wi-Fi? Did we just find out that you didn't know this? How is the best case scenario, Joe Biden? Is that how you're avoiding the question? <laughs> yeah. We just, I just found this out. Is it Kitty? Um, yes. <laughs> it's one of the three kitties. Papa Kitty. Which one is it? It worked? It sure did. Oh my God. Okay, so. I had no idea. <laughs> this how is, is it? Ne- <laughs> okay. I gotta stop. Just to feel like I'm alive, I'm on Alexa Pro. And I might just take a trip down to Mexico. Okay, so that was that was made for millennials. <laughs> Obviously, have you? That I was know. amazing. I know, wasn't it great? He is very much like more than likely our age. Do they call that a bop? Yeah. What do you kids call it? Oh wait, do you think we should say hi? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to your typically divergent podcast. I am Lars. My pronouns are he, him. And I am the other host. My name is Jaren, and my <laughs> pronouns are also he, him. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome. How are, how are we feeling today, everyone? Happy Monday. Um, uh, did you uh, want to make a comment about uh, last week's episode? Never mind. I thought you were going <laughs> to. Oh my god! It's okay, I thought you wanted you were gonna want to um, make like a. I I did say that. Okay, and I completely forgot. So if you listened to last week's episode, um, we are not obviously of that side of the planet. So so far off. <laughs> we wanted to be as respectful, and also it was supposed to be true crimey-ish, and we didn't obviously like dive super deep into that. But, you know, the coronation happened last week, and if anybody had any questions, we probably did not answer them. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. But, you know, it was an opportunity for us to, like, um, talk about it. Yeah. In the future, we are going to cook up a true crime um, episode with Princess D. Princess D, may she R.I.P. Yes, but an actual piece. Yes, but yeah, we we will do that in the future. It'll be chock full of stuff. Sorry, guys, I am making sure my notes look a certain way so that I can read them. I'm gonna have that song stuck in my head now. Which one? The sad pop over the oh, sad daddy o. Sad. Have you guys heard that song? Let us know. <laughs> oh no! Why is he? Why? Why are you acting like this? <gasps> What's wrong? They're gone. What's gone? The notes. Did you just see that? Yeah. What's wrong with it? I don't. I don't know where they went. Okay, everybody. So we are gonna raw dog today's episode. Well, okay, everybody. So we, well, I was just in the middle of just trying to uh, get into the Google Drive and up, uh, not update the anything about it. Just I wanted to increase the font size so I could read it because I will be delivering today's episode, and I, uh, it, it's all gone. Like in real time, I watched it go, and it's bye. So. It's not bisexual. It's B Y E by. Bye. It's bye. So, uh, yeah, um, I we are. I am just going to read you um, a, an, an article on a website, and that is how we're going to deliver today's episode. We're going to talk about it. Please be nice. It is not technology. It was not. I, I, I want to sit here and say it was not my fault, but technology makes mistakes by user error (laughs) and that was very much a user error kind of moment so what are we talking about today i don't remember what it was that we were talking about but you had made a comment about um the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset so that's what we are going to be discussing today because this podcast is a concept podcast so we want to make sure that we're talking about things from before we're you know maybe leaving in some little easter eggs every once in a while (laughs) we're gonna be the taylor swift of podcasting sweet (laughs) which it did get cut out of the of the um the silly goofy episode but lars did make a 
a quiet comment and said that he was not a big fan. He's he's not a huge Swifty. He he does appreciate their her music though. I do. So, I think that she's a great songwriter. And that is a okay. I do did, I think she can sing? Mm, no. No, but if you put but, your mind to it, you can sing. I see what you did there. I want to make sure that it's known that I think that she is a great songwriter. Yeah. Like one of the best that I like I think that we've ever had. In, so, on our planet Earth. However, on our planet Earth. I feel like sometimes her voice is just mediocre. Like it's okay. not Okay. That's I'm, just my that's just my opinion. I'm so sorry don't come for me. The, psh, don't don't come for him, guys. <laughs> I'm not talking I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> don't come at oh I well, yeah, fuck it. Ratings go down, we lose don't, followers. Don't come at me, just come on me. <laughs> 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 so, um, it's a, I didn't mean to bring up Taylor Swift like that. However, I do have two funny things about Taylor Swift that I want to tell you. Okay. And they're TikTok related. Okay. I saw, it was, uh, she was a lesbian. And mm-hmm. she goes, there are two types of people in the world. Oh, no. God damn it. It wasn't even that. She goes, it is 2023. Quit asking gay couples who's the top and the bottom. All right. From now on, moving forward, there are people who really enjoy Taylor Swift. They love talking about it. That is like their entire personality. And then there are tops. (laughs) If you don't get it, if you know, you know. And the other one was this girl who, or this woman, and I either it was her daughter that she took to the Eras concert, or it was a girl that was next to this woman mm-hmm. at the concert. And uh, during vigilante shit, when she uh, does the sexy chair dance and like she spreads her legs and Ooh. she does this like sexy body roll, this little twelve year old girl goes, "I love when mother turns into mommy." <gasps> <laughs> girl and she goes oh no again if it, if if this was the mom she said i don't know what my daughter is doing on tiktok but i'm gonna have to reconsider maybe taking away her yeah. privileges if she wasn't the mom then she said um that mother needs to probably reconsider uh her that girl's tiktok privileges because of how young she is to be hearing uh, comments like that or just her her access to social media period and i know why jaren why was it one of those two can't you remember no i can't i have cptsd and it causes me to have terrible memory loss anyway Can't-ray. so twist a little funny back twist on that <laughs> how's your week been good i started school i'm in a summer session for school and i am feeling optimistic about it because it's a math class but it's very self-guided okay like you ha- you actually take a knowledge check and then they just tailor the class to what you know isn't that nuts that is really cool but it's really nice because so i don't feel so much pressure and i kind of just learn at my own pace and i just have to get like certain number of problems done are you bad at math (laughs) (laughs) so there's some math that i really like okay like one and one is two yeah but you don't like one and one is three no like I do like doing some things with algebra. I don't remember geometry. Proved me that it's a circle because it's a circle. Because it's a fucking circle. Just look at it. Yeah. Actually, let me let me backpedal. Throughout school, okay. it was not something that I was very strong in. Okay. I struggled a lot with it. And I think it's just because I didn't have the resources that I needed. I honestly feel like my mind was just not it just developed slower when it came to math than than it does now. Like now I'm like, okay, this is this is fine. Well, there is something to do be this. Said. There is something to be said about everybody being able to like do something. It's just like, can you do it well? Like I've said, I've said on the show before, like any abled body person can do anything an abled body person can do. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of if you're going to do it well or not. But then there's also like the understanding and knowing that one side of your brain is creative and expressive, and then the other side is your analytical side, where like your math comes into play. Mm-hmm. Our individualness is. Is that that even a fucking word? The thing, the things that we are good at doing don't get uh, enough appreciation for, right? And it's just always like, but you're not like everybody else. Well, fuck no, no, nobody is like any everybody else. Yeah, you know, you just want a collective of people to be able to solve the same problems in the way that you want them to be done. And right. I mean, that's okay that you know you weren't that great at math. You're gonna have to get better at it because you're in college now. 
<laughs> yep, another round. You're in college math. So far, so good. Okay. But the rest of my week, been okay. Okay. Here's a little um, a sparkle of my of my week. Okay. I take that back. I finally got the backyard starting to like be picked up a bit again, mm-hmm. and we got our deck kind of set up mm-hmm. like we do every year, which was nice. And now the dogs are outside a lot more, and it's just so much fun to watch them play. Yeah, like, <laughs> and like those little Vienna sausages. And yeah, running around little legs. I know. Um, this is the first summer with the fence, mm-hmm. so rabbits will come in, and they don't necessarily get out as fast as they used to. Mm-hmm. We've had a couple close calls where I th- think Cabbage might get one. Cabbage. He just misses them just like a millisecond, and he's fast. So that's been really funny to <laughs> Those watch. Those poor fucking rabbits. And I'm like thinking to myself, Cabbage, what are you going to do with that when you when you catch it? I know you'll kill it, but like, what am I supposed to do with it? I can't eat it. City rabbits have a lot of parasites in them. Oh, cute. Yeah. I would think the opposite. Because they're not raised to be to be eaten. So they're not like maintained and like... Wild rabbits aren't raised to be eaten either. Yeah, but you have like feeding rabbits that people actually like buy when they're just born and then they raise them. Oh, so like... To slaughter... To, to eat them. Oh, like what companies do with like chickens. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. that is so sad. The older I get, the less meat I want to eat. Oh my gosh, I forgot to tell. This is one of the one of my the highlights of my week last week. So I went to the fort. Oh. I got to reenact. Lars is a, a, a period person. <laughs> I am. I'm a living historian. Well... We kind of like to say living history instead of reenactor. But yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Why not the term reenactor? Because reenactor has like a very archaic meaning behind it. We're trying to get to a point now where we're not just only reenacting, but we're actually teaching. So we're living history. It's like a an interactive museum. Yeah. Okay. We don't want to just create an environment of just constant like militia and the art of war because mm-hmm. we're always seeing that and reenacting mm. we're going to teach you how these how actual people lived because you can identify with that oh. a lot better okay not saying that quote unquote normal people can't identify with being in the military because of course like we have military families all over the u.s but there's so much focus on just like guns and war and not like women being at home and taking care of their family and like what kind of food did they eat like how much did they contribute to their family within their four walls like mm-hmm. how did they make clothing how did they cook how did they raise their their animals to farm you know like things like that so ding that's my manager sorry (laughs) shout out to emily (laughs) he's not on the clock emily (laughs) (laughs) anyway that's okay so um we went to the zoo yesterday Yes, I want to know about your week. So enough about me. <laughs> <laughs> so Nicholas and I took a gummy yesterday, an adult piece of candy, and we went to the zoo. I saw this kid who was very pale. He looked like an alien. <laughs> he was a gray. He, he 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 was not like albino pale okay i can tell the difference between albinism and right if that's albinism albinoism i hope whichever i'm whichever it is it's right but he it was like too far in front of his mom and he was like mom mom he turns around and just i uh, i'm not oops i am oops i did it again i am not <laughs> I fucking bumped into the mic and then I say oops and then I tap it again just to just to make sure that I I, I gotta do it. Oh my god. Okay, he turned around and I was I was peeking on my candy and I was like, Nicholas, that kid looked like an alien. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Jaren, and I was like, Yes, he was. And I was like, no, like I'm not saying he is an alien. I'm just saying he very much looked like one. And we're like going uphill in like the, I think it was in the Africa area. Oh yeah. That's the worst hill ever. So we're like going up this hill in this African zone. And I was just like, hold on one second. I said, this is hitting me really hard and it's getting too heavy to laugh and walk at the same time. (laughs) And when we were in the uh, aquarium area, 
So Nicholas and I, I don't have a, I don't have the brand Fitbit, but he has a Fitbit and I have something else that the gym gave me for free for signing up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it you sound like a kid. <laughs> <It's so cute. laughs> I'm cackling like a freak. Oh God. So it, I'm, we're in the aquarium and it is loud. I am getting overstimulated. There are a lot of kids screaming and I look down just to tap on my screen and I was at over a hundred beats per minute with my heart raise. Oh, my heart raise. No. With my heart, heartbeat. Yes. My BPM. <laughs> Heather, you're gone and all of a sudden all of my scientific knowledge has <laughs> left my brain. Beats per minute, yes, BPM. Yeah, my, yes. my BPM was way over, was not way over, it just was over 100. And I looked at Nicholas and I, I go, look, and he goes, mm-hmm. And I was like, I think it's time, I think it's time we move on to you the next Drink some water. Yeah. Oh, I was going to, I was going to ask you if you started hearing the Lion King theme music when you came Because <laughs> the African with the lions, I just didn't know if you were going to oh. be like tripping out be like <laughs> no but no but um there was construction going on of course because like they are trying to develop it um it's fort wayne's children's zoo guys if you are close by fort wayne it's a very it's a high, zoo yeah highly reputable we've mm-hmm. they have they're on like high up on a list anyway we're walking into another area and nicholas is in front of me a little bit and so we're passing construction and it's like you know they've got they've got it walled up with like the the metal fence <laughs> and like everything it's it's covered that it even says personal only and he goes and he, he like does a vanna white thing and he goes and here we have our um uh, indiana construction also in their natural habitat yeah no kidding and i was like that's perfect because like we're at a zoo and da 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 and he was like yeah babe i get it and i was just like i wish i would have got that on tiktok that would have been really great I feel like every street in Fort Wayne is under construction. Oh, our state flower is blooming. Yeah, it is. And it's every major street. The biggest main streets to get in and out of downtown going north and south. Or one lane. Are down to one lane right now. And we are a micro city. I don't think... We're, are we even considered mid-sized? We are the second largest city because of our population. Well, right. But also, I think I think we've expanded our boundaries pretty far i don't know we'd have to google it it's not as big as chicago anyway it's a great zoo you should take your kids there yeah anyway <laughs> yeah Ouch, those are that hurts oh papa's home Papa. while i'm waiting for nicholas to come back to um receive the kisses that i owe him he told us that we could fix the drive and so now all of my work is back Everybody say yay. Yay. <laughs> Every time I talk, I have to cough. What the fuck? I don't want to breeze past it. If you don't want to talk about it, it's okay. But I know people ask, how's your mental health? Well, when I first got here, it was a six. Now it's a seven. Okay. We're moving on up. Mm-hmm. All right. We're moving on Thank up. Thank you. How You're about welcome. you? Um, I am an exhausted seven. And now that all of my work is back, I am a happy and exhausted seven. Great. All right, everybody. So we're doing fixed versus growth mindset. And again, the reason why we're bringing this up is because at one point, Lars had mentioned something about that. And I thought, ah, that's already in our drive of things that we wanted to talk about. What the f- I gotta, was that? I got to keep these chops. What is that? Gum. Oh. <laughs> what if I what if I was like it's a tonsil stone? <sighs> I would have been like cool. Cool, Let bro. Me look at it. Oh yeah, you want to pick up my pick up my shit. <laughs> All right, so you may be asking yourself, why are we doing this? Who am I? What what why, what what purpose is this for me? Well, here's an opportunity for you to know that that alone is a fixed mindset thinking because here's an opportunity for you to do some learning. So all of the uh, all of the research today comes from mindsethealth.com. And so we're just gonna get right into it. An individual with a growth mindset believes that intelligence and talent develop over time with practice and taking the time to learn. And then those with a fixed mindset often believe that intelligence and talent are predetermined. For example, 
if you are not good at something right now, then you will never be good at it. Or the phrase, you're just born with certain capabilities. And you also may have heard me say in the past, folks, that um, any able-bodied person can do anything that an able-bodied person is capable of doing. It's just a matter of if you're going to be good or not, and if you're going to put the time and practice and effort into doing so. And I want to go ahead and just be really honest and say that I this is something I really struggle with, uh, going back and forth on a fixed mindset versus a a growth mindset because I constantly want to grow and evolve in different aspects of my life. Um, but I definitely have a fixed mindset mentality, uh, when it comes to, uh, allowing myself to like make mistakes and learning to grow from them. And instead I, uh, really put myself down pretty quickly. How about you? Do you find that often in your life at all? Does that happen to you sometimes? Work is something that I hold very close to me. Mm-hmm. I find that failure, I have the mixed or the fixed mindset of getting stuck on like just like a negative cloud. And that's how f- the fixed mindset is present in my life. Okay. Because um, sometimes I will just kind of like sink into myself and um, that's when like that, that trauma mm-hmm. starts to build up and mm-hmm. show its ugly face. And it's Mm -hmm. just stems from being a kid, Mm -hmm. you know, so that that's what I struggle with. Yeah, I can, uh, that broken, like we were talking about being on that cloud, I call it a broken record. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, um, once that track is being played, it takes a very long time for that one to like really shut down and and quiet itself. Right. Um, And with me being a processor is challenging too, because for instance, like I said, when I'm at work, like if I do something or if I make a bad call about something, uh-huh. I will just play it over and over and over in my head. And then I just like start to just degrade, like, you know, like there's shame and yeah. So like, do yeah. you, are you like, oh, I could have, I could have done this better. Or I could, I, I should have done this. And do yep. you, and then do you also like fantasize about what actions would have happened at what, what reactions would have happened after you had made that different decision sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of this, a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about today kind of, uh, also intertwines with like uh, distorted, distorted thinking, um, that does start at early childhood development. And I also think that this can also maybe intertwine with like, uh, catastrophizing mm-hmm. and you know, we'll get to that in a second. So um, that's the difference between the two. Again, a fixed mindset person um, is not willing to learn, evolve, grow, change. And then a, the growth mindset person is willing to learn and know that like failing is going to be an opportunity for a chance to grow. You may also be thinking, you know, is there any science behind this? So the answer is yes. And uh, science once did tell us at one point that the human brain will stop developing during childhood. However, we now know that that is not true and that the brain is constantly evolving and ever-changing. You may have heard the phrase, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. I know that like, I really tell myself that one a lot, uh, where I'm like, uh, specifically in like my hairdressing career, because I'm like, I think I like I know enough to like get me by and get what people want done. But when they're coming out with like the butterfly haircut or the jellyfish haircut, I'm like, I can see the haircut in parts, but like how to make that happen. Uh, that's where I struggle with because I don't take the time to watch the 20 minute tutorial on how to wa- on how to make a haircut that here in Indiana you're not going to really see, Mm -hmm. you know, but then that's also like me not willing to take that opportunity to like, even give it a try because it still is something to be learning. I'm just like, "Uh, I don't, I'm not going to do it. So I'm not going to learn it. We do have a reputable psychologist. Her name is Carol Dweck and she is from Stanford university. She was the first research to ever explore and study this understanding in her own words. People with a fixed mindset believe that they quote, have a certain amount of intelligence and that's that. And then their goal in life is to continue to just look smart all the time and to never allow themselves to look dumb. An individual with a growth mindset will have a healthy understanding that not knowing or not being good at something is only a temporary state. These individuals can be more comfortable with not feeling ashamed or trying hard to prove to others that they are as smart as they are. 
you know, that fixed mindset thinking that I said that sometimes I do have, uh, like with a hairdressing career. If someone tries to come to me and they want something interesting, I'm like, oh yeah, I can totally figure that out. Whereas in the back of my head, I'm, I'm like falling apart because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh shoot, like if I don't know how to do this, like I don't want to look and I don't want to look, I don't want to look like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Right. In my mental health journey and like healing, sometimes that will come up and that will, that will come up as well because it's like most people that come from crazy, chaotic, unstable childhoods, when they get into something that is stable and healthy, they have a higher risk of running from it um, because they don't know anything else other than to uh, be chaotic and messy because mm-hmm. there is a pretty good chance that those people don't think that they uh, are worthy of those things. And I am one of those people. Right. Oh, and sometimes um, I used to have this habit of lying to people when I was younger about knowing information because I just didn't want to look dumb. Yeah. If I didn't know it. Yeah. You know, like pop culture things. Oh yeah. I totally know what that is and go along with it. Knowing damn well that I was not being truthful. Like where's the conversation going to go after that? (laughs) I'm in in danger once they start saying that once I start saying, Oh yeah, I totally know what that is. Right. Yep. (laughs) So, uh, we have some examples of what a growth mindset might look like. Again, those with this mindset will look at intelligence capabilities or talents as lifelong endeavors. This doesn't mean that their main goal is to become the next Einstein by any means. However, it does mean that they are willing to grow They are willing to continue to grow through time, practice, and efforts and actions. These individuals also acknowledge setbacks like failures that may happen and can look at those as an opportunity to learn and are able to bounce back quicker because they're viewed as temporary and ever-changing. This ability is important because it is crucial for learning, motivation, and performance. Right off the bat, like it's got to be really amazing to have that mindset where like making a mistake is not the end of the world. I know. I think about like today at work, Uh I felt like there was something on my end that I didn't do right. Mm -hmm. And that dread of having failed or potentially failed. I think that that has a lot to do with me being a child Mm -hmm. and wanting to constantly prove myself Mm -hmm. and to get validation from my parents. Mm -hmm. And oh, (laughs) damn, do I know that one? Yeah. So, I mean, like, I think like that's a really really good point about like the past trauma in your life and and how that fixed mindset could creep up in times where you don't even expect it right it's just a reaction right because as a child if you let your parents down because you make a mistake and if they don't if their reaction is not a mature reaction then every time you make a mistake it is you're gonna be retrobanded right you're retromanded Retromanded. Right. Because you're reprimanded. Reprimanded. Right. Because yeah. you're you're being told over and over <clears throat> again for even the smallest of things, like, oh, that's I'm disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um what are some other ones? I don't know, maybe like you've let me down or something. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a safety thing. Like mm-hmm. you're trying to save yourself from physical and emotional pain. Mm-hmm. And it's just having that armor up all the time. Yeah. So you're you're trying to save yourself from feeling that. So you're just going to want to be it's like a people pleaser. Yeah. Almost. So adopting a growth mindset can look like embracing lifelong learning, believe intelligence can be improved, put in more effort to learn, believe effort leads to mastery, believe failures are just temporary setbacks, viewing feedback as a source of information, willing to embrace others' challenges and uh, viewing other success as a source of inspiration, as well as viewing feedback as an opportunity to learn. I uh, do not take positive or negative feedback. I think I, well, I think the masochist in me is like, oh, I take negative feedback well because it's so much easier to be told that I like made a mistake than it is to be told that like that I did something well. And in a fixed mindset moment, if I'm already like feeling poopy about something and you're going to give me some bad feedback about something, like I am immediately going to start uh, spiraling a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you feel like you have to defend yourself. Yes. You feel like you have to defend yourself in those moments. And then that just makes you feel like you, that kind of puts you out to be, well, you're not taking responsibility of your actions. Mm-hmm. And, 
And that, that, that can be a tough place to be because vulnerability is a huge part of having a growth mindset because you have to admit that you were wrong. Right. Or you don't know something, and that can be really, really difficult. Right, because I have to be the smartest person in the room. Right. <laughs> I have to be. These uh, these people are also Libras, and they're men, and uh, they're also potentially formerly known as know-it-alls. Yep. I just, I need to make sure I look cool. I want to look cool. I want to look like I, I know everything. Well, if you think about core beliefs, too, if your core belief is to be success, is to be successful, and to do well, yeah, like you're going to overcompensate, mm-hmm. you know. So you may be asking yourself, what does a fixed mindset look like? If we haven't already mentioned it a hundred <laughs> times, again, these individuals <laughs> will believe that their intelligence, talents, or abilities will come full force into adulthood, but they won't believe in themselves to do the work in order to achieve them. Fixed mindset person will typically avoid challenges in life. They become intimidated or threatened by other successes of other people. This is very true. Mm-hmm. This is because they believe those successes are just something that a person, quote, is and not something that they can achieve themselves. So, like, I'm constantly having to remind myself to, like, not compare myself to other people because everybody is special in their own way. And people bring things to the table that I cannot, but I bring things to the people. I bring things to the people that the table cannot. (laughs) 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 So that helps me remind myself, like, hey, like, don't compare yourself to other people. Like, I take inspiration on what we want to do on this show. And I want, sometimes I'm, I listen to other podcasts. I'm like, God, I wish we were like them. And then I'm like, well, hold on. Like you're not just like them and it's okay to not just be like them. So what is it that you want? I want that kind of success. Okay. Well then just fucking do it. Mm -hmm. Put, put, put the effort into it. Every time I, every time we got to come up with an idea for an episode, not that we're running out of ideas by any means, just wanting to keep it, within a certain realm of stuff right Mm -hmm. i i struggle with that because i'm like uh i i can someone just again like we talked about earlier can someone just tell me what to do because that was so much easier (laughs) a fixed mindset can lead to a lot of negative thoughts and self-talk so for example individuals with a fixed fixed mindset may not succeed or fail at something and they will believe it's not it's because they are not smart enough. Whereas the growth mindset individual will look at that failure as an opportunity to learn so that they can continue to do better. That's why it's so important to have people around you who are not afraid to have honest, vulnerable conversations yeah. and feedback mm-hmm. for you. Yeah, It could be in work, it could be in life, it could be anything. Because the more that you hear it, the more you get used to it. Yeah, And then you start imp- if you start implementing it, because not all feedback is valid. So when you start implementing the stuff that you feel like that you're, that tugs on your soul, mm-hmm. and you start seeing that actually be successful, that's like that's really like the sweet spot. Yeah, I sometimes wonder if it's hard for me to accept feedback when it's positive because a lot of the times there is a lot more focus on criticism mm-hmm. than there was feedback. Like, if you're a parent, talk to your child like they're a human being, not like they're a potato. Mm-hmm. They they know a lot more than adults give them credit for. Right. Individuals with Take a fixed, four. <laughs> <laughs> individuals with a fixed mindset believe that individual individual traits cannot be changed. Because of this, they are more likely to believe intelligence and talent are static, avoid challenges to avoid failure. That is me. Ignore feedback from others, sometimes me. Feel threatened by the success of others, constantly me. Hide flaws so as to, hide flaws so as not to be judged by others, constantly me. Believe putting in effort is worthless. View feedback as a personal criticism, and uh, they give up easy. Also me. Also the old me, but uh, try not to be that me anymore. I feel like that's like very situational for me. Yeah. Yeah. There's some things that I would agree that speak to me, but most of them, I mean, well, I mean like it's kind of like 50, 50. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I uh, agree with you on that one because like I, I'm sitting here saying that a lot of these are me, but I think that um, I am just looking at specific moments when I, probably think that specific thought more times than I do like a a happier thing. 
um, where I wasn't in a fixed mindset. So uh, yeah, I agree. A 50-50 thing. Well, maybe yeah. more like 51-49. Right. <laughs> you have to open up your mind to, again, being vulnerable. Uh-huh. But then you ha- it's hard to open up your mind when you're sitting down with somebody and them giving you tough feedback because you have to like become unbiased. Yeah, and open up that brain ussy and ooh, learn. Yeah, yeah. That's difficult. Because <laughs> it's tight. Oh, no. <laughs> Who identifies with the growth mindset? There was a study done at a high school where students were given puzzles that ranged from easy to difficult. Um, too much surprise, most of the students preferred the more difficult puzzle, seeing it as an opportunity to learn and grow. This positive attitude is what led um, the previously mentioned psychologist, Dr. Carol Dweck, to coin as the what we know now as growth mindset, which I think that is amazing wow. because of how many times like older generations continue to say like the newer generations are dumber and it's like... <laughs> I'm high schoolers were given work to do and said that they enjoyed doing the harder stuff. I don't remember being like that in high school. No. Her research also found that it's not beneficial to praise on success, but rather the effort. For example, if someone wasn't able to succeed in a specific task, it's best to praise them for the work that they did put into it rather than their ability or talent to finish the completed work. It's also encouraged to remind yourself, great job, when finishing encouraging positive feelings for the short-term and long-term run. This will also allow the individual to recognize what work needs improving so that they can fulfill the completed task again in the future, but with greater success. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really, uh, I think that's really nice. That's a good approach. Yeah. When I used to work for Starbucks, I had a couple leaders that would focus on like, these are rooms, these, this is areas where there is some room that is, has potential for growth. And I liked the way that, um, those leaders specifically would like make a point to be like, you're not doing a bad job we're not going to sit here and say, we're not going to give you the compliment sandwich because that doesn't work, mm-hmm. but we are going to at least let you know that this is areas to be improved on. And again, this is not saying that like you're fired. Right. You know, it was, it's like even at 31 years old, I'm still afraid to get called down to the principal's office. Yeah. Cause I don't want to be told that I'm doing a bad job. <laughs> no, nobody what, does. At whatever that is. Nobody does. Cause everybody can add value to something. Mm-hmm. You know, heck yeah. There's and there's all part. Every person has a part of value to whatever they're, what space they're in. Yeah. Even if it's, even if it's negative value. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> every. But every- that. But that. Like that. That negative vibe or whatever could could be an opening to something else. Yeah. It could be like a lesson that has to be learned. Mm-hmm. Maybe for that person or for the person that hired them or for the company to realize, hey, moving forward, we do not want people like this. <laughs> and someone's got to set the standard. <laughs> right. So what are some benefits of having a growth mindset, Jaren? Well, studies. <laughs> I like how I said that. I like that. <laughs> studies will show uh, by Dr. Dweck and others indicate that a growth mindset has a positive effect, in fact, a positive effect in motivation and academic performances. A study was done with an undergraduate students after learning neuroplasticity in the brain. These students were encouraged to endorse a growth mindset. Uh, through a three hour, three one hour sessions on brain functioning. One group was informed that there are several types of intelligence, and the other students that weren't informed of that showed significantly higher levels of motivation and enjoyment in learning. Students who adopted a growth mindset also scored higher GPAs. Not that like we need to celebrate everybody being able to be squares when they are perfectly rounded the way that they are. But right. again, you know, that's really the only way that we in this, I am assuming the entire world, right? how we uh, grade somebody's intelligence is through education at mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. Um, additional benefits of growth mindset include reduced burnout, fewer psychological problems like anxiety and depression, and fewer behavioral problems. 
Is there neuroscience information that backs up this information, Mr. Jaron? Yes, please tell. Yes, well, by using neuroimaging, <laughs> scientists were able to find a link between growth mindset and activation in two key areas of the brain. That's exciting. I like to hear that kind of stuff. Now, what really excites me is having to say these words. The anterior cingulate, which involves, which is involved in learning and control. Cingulate. Cingulate. And the dorsolateral prefrontora cortex, heck yeah, involves error monitoring and behavior adaption. Research ha- researchers have shown that in growth-minded people, the brain is most active when a person was told how they can improve. Fixed mindset people will have more activity when they're being given information on the performance. For example, the results of tests in school, this this suggests those with growth mindsets are more focused on the process rather than the result, which, I mean, I, the, yeah, I, I don't care about how well I did throughout all of it just tell me are you happy with the end of the result because i will suffer if that's gonna people please the person that right. i need to um Im- impress or uh, make proud like uh erica our therapist i don't know if she listens so she'll have to let me know um but one time she told me that she was proud of me and i've been shooting for that like ever since yeah. and i almost told her like oh, you shouldn't have said that because now i'm gonna be yeah now i'm gonna pick and choose I'm, I'm going to struggle with picking and choosing what i tell you and specifically looking for ways in order to say ah oh, great job jaron i feel that there's some people in my life that i love to please mm-hmm. it's that validation part of me that i that i'm a slut for it oh yeah yeah slut for validations <laughs> That could also be a um, the title too. Oh yeah, Valid- <laughs> val- validation sluts. <laughs> uh, you may be asking yourself, Mister Jaron, can a person's mindset change? Well, listener, of course it can. Simply put, yes. Neuroscience shows us that the brain continues to develop and change. Again, it's similar to plastic in that it can be remodeled over time. This is a new, as new neural pathways form. Uh, This has led scientists to identify the tendency of the brain to change through growth and reorganization known as neuroplasticity. You know what I'm interested in knowing? If like, oh wait, I already know the answer to that. I was going to say experiences change your mind, like literally will change your brain behavior or brain function. Yeah. And I just, I find that fascinating and I, and that seems to go hand in hand with like your fixed and growth mindset because there could be a situation where you're very biased about something. Uh So for, for example, like growing up, I was just like this, like staunch Republican conservative chick who was just like very anti-gay with everything because I was so closeted. Uh But I feel like once I started to, when I experienced it, Mm -hmm. when I actually experienced myself as a person, Mm -hmm. my mindset completely flipped Mm -hmm. and grew. And I started understanding more about the world and others and certain viewpoints and people from different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. So... Also, uh, we talk a lot about neuroplasticity and EMDR therapy and uh, making those new connections with the neurons. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if I have that information on here or not. Um, Oh, yeah. Okay. Literally, it's the next thing. Studies have shown that the brain can grow new connections, strengthen existing ones, and improve the speed of the pulse transmission. Uh, This suggests that a person with a fixed mindset can slowly develop a growth mindset. So... Lars and I are both patients of the same therapist. We both go to EMDR um, sessions. And that is essentially like what we are doing is we are trying to make uh, new feelings. We're trying to attach different feelings to old triggers or memories or situations so that they are more positive and healthier ones. And then when you start, when you start making those connections, it takes a little bit of time to increase that speed. But the more you do it, um, the more your brain starts to do that with a lot of other things in your life as well. Mm-hmm. If you want to know more about EMDR therapy and stuff, uh, we could totally do an episode on that. Just let us know. 
Oh yeah. That's definitely not like a, this is secondary, this is secondary therapy advice that like anybody could actually use at home. Although sometimes I look, sometimes I, I want to, sometimes I want to do EMDR therapy with you here at home and just like, I just need you to be the hand to move back and forth. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, we probably shouldn't do that. We're not, we're not doctors. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how can I develop a growth mindset? For one, know and acknowledge that the brain is malleable and improves through effort. Again, neuroplasticity. Recognize that you can improve. The most direct methods of fostering a growth mindset is by understanding our brains are built to grow and learn. Challenge yourself with new experiences. This can form or strengthen neural connections to rewire the brain. Remove the fixed mindset inner voice. I can't do this or I don't know that I don't know this to I can do this and I'm going to learn how to do this. That is really fucking hard. And mm-hmm. like so say we're not even talking about growth mindset or vers- versus um fixed mindset folks. Like let, let's just talk about like just real quick, like negative distorted thoughts that come to our heads. Of course they happen to all of us and they are they really fucking suck. And if you are like either one of us and you spiral because that again broken record or lars lars used the term a cloud if you're stuck in that area it's hard to get out of that mindset and what you can do to essentially break that cycle is first acknowledge that you're thinking that and then stop and say okay what is the opposite of that and then say that say it out loud repeat it and i even if you don't believe it just fucking say it out loud and then start thinking it and then it does take practice, but like, you know, for example, like a distorted thinking that a distorted core belief that I had when I was younger and like it still lingers today is I'm fat. So if I start thinking to myself, I'm fat or I'm ugly or I'm unattractive, then I got, then I go, okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. Um, I am not fat. Uh, I am still a wonderful person. I, people find me attractive. I can find myself attractive. Over time, that becomes easier. Mm -hmm. So kind of like with that, and again, like we're not therapists, but if anybody thinks that this has specifically something, anything to do with um, intelligence, education, learning, or like having a talent, it doesn't, this goes beyond just those three things. This can also very much work for your own brain, Mm -hmm. your brain (laughs) us your brain us with your mental health. (laughs) Um, so, uh, remove that fixed mindset. So when you're all finished with that, then reward the process. Although society often rewards those who achieve excellent outcomes, this can work against growth mindset. Instead, reward the process and the effort that you exerted. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know that that can be really hard, especially if you're already hard on yourself, because, you know, like most of us, especially me, like I tell Erica all the time, I just want to get to the end of all of this. And um, whenever I have a small little setback, I completely start putting myself down. But then I have to remind myself like, hey, all of this is a journey. And like, look how far you've come. And look, look, look where you've gotten yourself and look at what you have done in order to get to this point versus where you used to be. And that is that's the shit that keeps me going. Mm hmm. And if you are uh, confident enough, you can get some feedback. Try and seek feedback on your work from uh, people that you trust. Get out of your comfort zone. Oh, and back to that one. Don't seek the validation and then like constantly go back for it. Right. You know, like um, I think uh, a common one like within uh, relationships would be like, you know, Am I pretty? Am do I, I look fat? Do I look fat? Yeah, like it is not your. It is not solely your your partner's responsibility to build you up. They can be there to help you while you're building yourself up, and they can they can support you. But it is not their job to build you up. Get out of your comfort zone. Being brave enough to leave your comfort zone can foster a growth mindset. When faced with a challenge, try to choose the harder option that will allow you to grow. Accept failure as part of the process, failure, setbacks. Accept failure as part of the process. Failure, setbacks, and initial confusion are all parts of the learning process. While trying something new, see occasional failures as positive learning opportunities and try to enjoy the discovery process along the way. And that's the, that was my homework. You did a great job. Well, thank you. Thank you very much for saying that. 
I'm proud of you for saying that. Thank you. Thank you very much for saying that. So, uh, what did you learn something, Mr. Lars? I learned about the frontal lobe cortex part in your brain. Yeah. One of those big words that I'm not going to go searching for. I find that very interesting just to just to know like what part of the brain is being used like in that in those moments of time like yeah. I think about like okay, is it really lighting up in my brain? Yeah. Obviously not, but like well, I mean, you know, like with the war on drugs and like what how the things that they taught us in like health school about like what drugs do to your brain. And I always think about that picture when they showed us brain activity in um, somebody, trigger warning for substance abuse, um, somebody who had been doing a lot of meth for a long time. I think about that photo all the time. And um, it really scares me that uh, all of these years of like, uh, not taking care of myself, like what kind of damage have I done to myself? And, mm-hmm. um, and then I remember that, um, we still only know so much about the brain and like its capabilities that, um, there is always potential that like my mind is, does not look like that under, um, yeah. a scan and I'm not a lost cause. No. And the, and the, the, this information, um, is if for anybody out there who may think that they're a lost cause, you're not. Nope. Nobody's a lost cause. No one. I like how we went really deep on that, and I didn't mean for that to be depressing. I'm no. so sorry, guys. I hope this wasn't depressing. I think, too, when it comes down to wanting it, wanting to have a growth mindset, because that's like the huge first step. Yeah. So, like, for example, wanting to change. Yeah, wanting to change is huge. And like in those moments, it takes a lot of strength to acknowledge what you just thought or what you just said mm-hmm. and taking it back and being like, oh, so this is what we're talking about. This is a fixed mindset that I'm having right now. Mm-hmm. Or this is a growth mindset like that I'm starting to see. Just acknowledging it and having that brain power just to be like, to stop yourself and be like, whoa, and reflect. That's probably the hardest part. Yeah. And if anybody does get discouraged, um, your first couple times of trying to change that inner monologue or any of that stuff, like don't give up. Yeah. Please don't give up. I believe in you. Anything God love. Just don't ever have a heart. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, this ended up being a little shorter than I expected. So um, I don't know. Is, is there anything else we need to talk about? I know that I am healing because we watched uh, Boulay Brothers. Do you know who the Boulay Brothers are? Uh-uh. They are like uh, the goth horror version of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they had like a a mit, uh, like a halfway to Halloween special. Yeah. And it was uh, pretty spooky, uh-huh. but not like bad spooky. It was very campy. Yeah. Uh, me a year ago would probably would have been pretty uncomfortable watching it. I got so comfortable that the scene where it was like a husband and a wife and they were the depiction was that they were going to have a threesome with a lumberjack. Mm -hmm. And then the wife ends up coming out with a chainsaw because they're going to kill him. And like throughout, so fun throughout the story, I was like, ah, babe, I'm, I think I'm getting a boner. Woo. And then she pulls out the chainsaw to go kill him. And then I was like, Oh, yep. That's gone. (laughs) I thought you were going to say that you were going to fall. You started falling asleep. Oh no. Cause I fall asleep during horror movies. That's how like desensitized I am. I miss those days. I don't know if that's like a thing. <gasps> if I should talk like that's, that's scary. Have, have you seen from on Amazon prime from, from it's a TV show. How's it spelled? F R O M. Like, okay. So just from, from, yeah. okay. No, that one is good. Is it scary. I, Stephen King said it was spooky, scary, terrifying. Oh, yeah. if Stephen King thinks it's scary. Maybe I should check it out. Stephen King's from Fort Wayne. You guys, you people, no, he's not. Yes, he is. Are you serious? Yeah, he saw the 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 train that derailed when he was 12 years old that he saw that happened here in Fort Wayne. If I'm wrong, come for me. 
because Fort Wayne's folklore has been I thought Stephen King was from Maine. I, th- I mean, he lives in Maine, but I thought that he was born and raised in Maine. If Stephen King is from Fort Wayne, then I'm never, I'm never moving. Parts of his childhood were spent in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Holy shit. Thank you, PBS.com. Public broadcasting station. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure about that trail derailment thing happening here in Fort Wayne, but I could have sworn that was, I swear on my life that that was what was told to me. Now now who's spreading misinformation? What is one thing, going back to the, the mindset, what is one thing that you is a hill that you'll die on? No matter how many times somebody has brought evidence or experiences to you or like talk to you through like a different way, like a different mindset about something. That my hallucinations during my drug-induced psychosis were was only drug-induced hallucinations. Yeah. I will die questioning and challenging what happened to me that night. And that has potential to make me go mad. Yeah. So I have accepted that what happened happened. But when people say, I mean, yeah, Jaron, I understand that. Those are hallucinations. I still, deep down in my soul, something otherworldly happened that night. And mm-hmm. it's okay if I'll never be able to explain it. But what's not okay is questioning why it happened and all of the other stuff that Erica told me about when I first met her and how she was like, you will always ask yourself that question and it will cause you more grief Mm -hmm. than it will ever do you any good. Yeah. What about you? I knew that you were going to ask me and I honestly, I want to think of something like really serious and like deep, Mm -hmm. but I can right now. I can only think of silly things. That's so give me a silly something like in sync is better than the backstreet boys. Oh, in that Britney's alive. I'm dying on the hill. She's not alive. She can't possibly be alive. That and that Michael conscious. Jackson is alive. Well, I did see a TikTok <laughs> that said that Michael Jackson's death certificate was actually Britney's death certificate. That episode in Black what? that episode in Black Mirror where uh it's um Miley Cyrus playing Ashley O and then like she's passed out and they're taking songs from her subconscious while she's in a coma. I think that's what's happening to Brittany. Oh my God. Because there was talks of an artificial intelligence creation that would be used so that she would, her physical body would no longer be necessary. I saw a TikTok recently about Brittany where this person claimed that they saw, I don't know if it's like considered AI, but it's the, Oh, the filter? The filter that makes her look like Britney, but it's actually not. It's yeah. somebody else. Oh, buddy. People are using reverse computer engineering programs to identify humans. And they, Sam Asgari, 98% human. Picture of somebody else, 97% human. They take, they take, a, they take a scan of Britney on, on her wedding, in her Instagram pictures, her videos, 12% human, 15%. What? It's not Britney. It is not Britney. Where those, is she? I that's it that's it. We don't know. <laughs> if like, she's if she's not dead, then she is in a medically induced coma somewhere and they're doing the shit to uh her what they did to Ashley O in um Black Mirror. Mm, I think Disney has a factory making children. And I think that's where we're going to end the episode today, folks. <laughs> <laughs> because you saw that one video where they said, we, we designed stars here. And it was a picture of like the, the, the stars from the, the Disney kids from when we were in high school. Well, I've always like made a joke about this because I feel like every single Disney star is either like this from the same clone, but just different things. And they just pop them out. Like, here's the next star. Here's the next star. Here's the next star. Remember Josie and the Pussycats from 2000? Yeah. <laughs> but I was more focused on JoJo than I was Josie and the Pussycat. Remember, do you, okay, do you remember the movie at all? Yeah. 
Remember how they like subconsciously brainwash the boy bands? Yes. <laughs> That's what's happening now. <laughs> but not with boy bands. With other things. Well, we the also... back door lover. Coming through and buying the lights down low. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Coming from behind with the lights down low. And I'm going to give you a show. Well, there was also <laughs> there are also people that think that uh, children are being pressed into diamonds, so... Oh, I know who that is. <laughs> Pizza Gate. We could go on and on about this, but that's for another time. Oh, we're okay. So, conspiracy episode is officially on the list, you yes. guys. <laughs> so, anyway, um, I think is this the last episode of uh, the month of May? I think so. Yep. Yeah. Oh no, no, we still have one more. Okay. Never mind. Just kidding. I was gonna make a a gay comment, but that's fine. I'll just keep it in. I'll just I'll just do what the straight people want me to do and just keep it to myself. <laughs> anyway, everybody, thank you so much for listening and hanging out with us this week. We love you so much. We love you so so much. And uh, yeah, do the thing. We'll see you guys next week. And. What the fuck? Bye! Bye.